0: Now, here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, I I have to say that I just absolutely love Mary, Mary, the mother of Jesus. I love Mary's heart. I love... Mary's mothering heart and I just love the women of the Bible don't you I don't think we can think about them too much look into them too much they are just so incredible they teach me every single day and so today I'm going to share a clip uh, with you It's, it's from a sermon on Mary a mother's heart it was actually on a Mother's Day weekend but Mary is just someone that we really need to look at in December and at Christmas time. You know, my own mother has a Mary's heart, a, just a wonderful mothering heart. And I remember one Christmas when I was a teenager and I just wanted to give my mom something so badly that she would love and I had no money. And I remember going to the Dollar Tree and getting scented hangers, and I only had peach wrapping paper. (laughs) Peach wrapping paper, no red, no green. I didn't have anything like that, but I gave that to my mom. I I gave her the best that I had as a kid because she meant so much to me. She was so special. She was such a special mother, such a a mother that loved the Lord, a mother that loved Jesus, and that loved us. And so I like to look at Mary and her mother's heart, and today we're going to talk about how she had a question, Mary, Mary, the mother, Jesus said, how can this be? How can this be? And then the other thing, God gave her some answers. He said, it's through the Holy Spirit. It's through God's power and it's through his word. And so we're going to look at that, how God gave her the answer to how can this be? So here we go. Listen in to Mary, a mother's heart. Why Mary? And I thought, because Mary was a mother that was selfless. And Mary was a mother that changes me. And so I had so much selfishness inside of me. I just think looking at Mary on Mother's Day, it takes some of the selfishness out because she was such a beautiful picture of selflessness. <laughs> and so we're gonna look at Mary in the Bible, a mother's heart. And she was called and she was highly favored. Look at this in Luke 1, This is the angel, and the angel says, Greetings you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. And I want you all to know today that God favors and he calls each and every one of us. That's how he sees us. Sometimes we don't see ourselves that way. But when God looks down, he sees a calling for you. He sees a purpose for you, and he loves you so much. He has that grace. And so that's what he said to Mary. And Mary had a question. She said, and, and this is how it always seems to be, isn't it? You, you, God gives you a calling or a purpose, and then you have questions. So Mary had one question, and she said, how can this be? How can I birth Jesus? How can, how can all of this take place that you're saying is going to happen? And I love uh, most of everything we're gonna look at today. It's in Luke 1 and in Luke 2, but a portion of that is Luke 1, 34 to 35. And here it is. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you for no word from God will ever fail. Some translations say, with God, all things are possible. Don't you love the Lord? He gives her three answers for one question. The Holy Spirit is gonna be with you. You're gonna have my power, and none of my words are ever gonna fail you. With me, all things are possible. That is such an inspiration to all of us. The questions that we have for God, he will give us everything that we need to do what he has assigned us. And that's what he did with Mary. I think that Mary is still famous to this day because she had a willingness. She was willing to say, okay God, this is huge but I'm in. She surrendered. She had an available mother's heart. When you read it, Mary wrote songs. She really got close to the Lord during this time, this huge assignment, but she would sing to him. She, she even sang about the politics of the day. She sang about how grateful she was, that she was honored, and, and she wrote a beautiful song to him. It, in this available heart, she surrendered. And I, I wrote in your notes, Lord, this is just Jennifer's idea of what maybe she said to him, I'm available. You are my master, I am your servant. I'm willing to be used however you choose, my body is yours. She literally said, my whole body, my womb is yours, my reputation is yours, and my life is yours. Mary said yes to living with Jesus inside of her. But that's a challenge for all of us. Are we willing to say yes? I want to live with Jesus inside of me. And Mary said yes to that. It was a beautiful day when she did that. It was an act of surrender. You know, it's kind of like bittersweet chocolate. This week I was in the office, it was like three o'clock and I handed the girls some chocolate and they were like, oh, what is that? I said, it's 86% dark chocolate. And um, I said, it's good. They were like, oh, well, this is the thing. When we surrender, it's like bittersweet, dark chocolate. It actually is better for you. It has antioxidants in it. You can eat it with no guilt. You can have the whole thing. You don't have to count the calories. It's actually healthier for you, but it's, it's bittersweet. When we say, God, I give you my agenda. God, I give you my plans, and we lay it down. It's bittersweet, but it's better. It's the better way, and that's what Mary did. She surrendered. The other thing she did is she had a pondering heart. Mary took time to think. Any of you, are you thinkers? Give me white space and time to think. I love to, to think. It's just like the greatest thing ever. That was Mary. She treasured, she pondered. It says this over and over. She loved to think. But what was she thinking about? She was thinking about all the things that God was doing, all these challenges, what he was asking of her. It says in Luke 2:19, it says, Mary treasured up all these things in her heart. If you read that, it's right after the shepherds. The shepherds had come and they prophesied. They said, this child is gonna be a light to everywhere. And you realize the shepherds went out. They were like the greatest evangelists. They went out and shared with everyone. We don't think about the shepherds sharing Jesus, but that's what they did. They left Mary and they went and shared. This is what she was pondering. She was thinking, is this really going to happen? Is this, you know, how am I going to raise this child? All of these things she's treasuring in her heart. You know, as mothers, we treasure. You know, we save school boxes, right? I have literally tubs of artwork from second grade. You know, moms treasure all these things from our kids. And I think that is just a quality of mothers. We like to treasure. And, And to think about the treasures that we wanna pass on to our kids, right? What kind of things do we want them to treasure one day? I I was thinking about some of my little treasures that I have in my mind, and I remember teaching Aaron how to ride a bike, and this was a week-long process. So every day, we would get up, I would put him on the bike, we were on a cul-de-sac, and I mean, it took a lot of running behind him, holding that seat. This was a process. And then, when Peter got a bike, we put him on it. We Again, we lived on a cul-de-sac. I've got the back of his seat, and I let go, and he just goes, turns around, and rides back. And he goes, Mom, I can ride a bike. <laughs> I was like, how did you do that? You know, kids are so different, and they're so fun. They're, these are the little... Treasures that moms hold dear to, you know, teaching your kids to ride a bike. I think whenever I see a purple iris flower, I will always remember my granny's farm. And if you made me an apple pie to this day, every bite of apple pie I've ever tasted is compared in my mind to my grandmother's. There's no pie on earth like my grandmother's pie. I think about my mother-in-law, and I treasure all of my memories with her. She taught me southern manners. Etiquette, it was very important to her. All the, the rules and regulations of Southern living. And I, she, would, she would say, Jenny, you're smacking your gum. And I'd have to spit out my gum. She, she, I'm telling you the truth. She, um, she taught me how to cook large, vast amounts of fattening foods for great numbers of people. She taught me how to spring clean the proper way. Um, my mother-in-law taught me most of all to pray. And I'm still pondering. I I don't know how she prays like she does. If I could figure it out, I would be so excited. But she taught me about prayer. And then I think about the treasures with my mother. My favorite thing to do with her is to get up really early and to sit outside, watch the birds, and we'll have a cup of coffee and we do our nails. And then we'll pray together. And maybe it's just a short thing and a little devotional, but that's a little treasure that I have. I remember her having her white Bible at 6 a.m. while I was rushing out the door to high school. And she was there with that white Bible. That's a treasure. I think about that a lot. You know, what are your treasures? What are you pondering? And what are you going to pass on to your children that one day they're going to look back on? And you think they won't remember, but they will. They're going to remember. These are the treasures. Mary was a treasurer these are the treasures you know alan and i were just sitting here in the studio talking about our his grandmother's noodles oh it made me really hungry it's it's getting close to dinner time and i was getting hungry but noodles my mother-in-law also taught me how to make noodles so we make she'll make like turkey and noodles chicken and noodles right around those holidays i don't know what hard work that you are putting into prepping and planning and preparing, but your mother's heart, it will shine through and they will appreciate it. I I know that they will. Maybe if they don't in the moment, they will look back on it and then they will appreciate it because you have that mother's heart. I think about all the things that they taught us. You know, I was telling you in the, in that sermon about my mother-in-law taught me to pray and we were recently together and, I said, hey, it's your birthday. Do you want to go to TJ Maxx and we can get a rug for the kitchen? We can get um, maybe, you know, a new sweater, something like that. And she said, you know what I really want to do for my birthday? And I said, okay, what? Let's do it. And she said, I'd like to just stop by the church and Pray together in the sanctuary, and you have to understand this was like a Wednesday. It was in the middle of the day. Nobody was there, so we drove. I said, "Okay." I said, "You don't want to go to Starbucks and get a hot chocolate?" She said, "No. I, I really, I just want to go to the church." And so we drove over to the church, and we we got out and we went into the sanctuary. And there, it was dark. The lights weren't even on. And but we spent two hours together, and we prayed together, and spent that time. And wow, what a treasure, you know that was just incredible and I'll always hold on to that because she she taught me so much about prayer and we continue that relationship to this day well I know that you you have that mother's heart I thank you for listening you are listening to simply for women and we have a great story coming up so don't go anywhere this is just the beginning it's a great day right here at simply for women